Hey y'all, welcome back to 2 Timothy 3.16. Today we're continuing our study in Genesis. Um, I'm reading from my King James Version Bible. Um, feel free to gather your Bible, your Bible journal, your highlighters and markers, and let's dig in into God's Word together. Today I'm continuing our study in chapter 6, and I feel as though this is very aligned in what we see in today's culture. I feel as though history repeats itself, and we can see that a whole lot in the Bible. Let's begin chapter 6, verse 1. And it came to pass, when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of man, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of man, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a man, and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shalt make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I even I do bring a flood of waters upon the earth, to destroy all flesh wherein is their breath of life from under the heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But we, but with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of the flesh, two of every sort, shalt thou bring into the ark 
to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female. Of fowls after their kind, and cattle after their kind. Of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee, to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to that God, commanded him, so did he. We see that at this time the world was corrupt and God was saddened, basically, that he had created us, and yet we were not doing what he had wanted us to do and live for him. It's very sad to see. We also see that Noah was the only one who found favor in the eyes of the Lord. He was the only one walking with God. This is why it's so important to take your walk with the Lord seriously. Read your Bible daily. Pray daily. Seek him. We see here in verse 3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. We see that the Lord said, My spirit shall always be with man, but we are basically flesh. We're not going to be God. And, and in verse 5 we see, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. This verse right here, uh, it hits so hard because I feel as though our world, if you look around, everything that's happened is wickedness of man. And it's great upon the earth right now. I mean, it's heavy. You see it all the time. It doesn't take the split second to turn on the news and see something. It seems as though every person's imagination and thought of his heart is only evil nowadays. We see that with all these riots and killing of babies and shootings in schools and all these wickedness and all this hurt. My grandma always has the saying that it comes from the breakdown of the home. And I believe that is 100% true. God designed us to be male and female to get married, to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. But we don't do that. We don't follow God's rules and God's commands. And because of that, we have destruction. We have broken homes. We have to trust God and believe him and follow his plan. That's why you see so much wickedness in the world. In verse 6, we see, and it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. The Lord was basically saddened and mad and upset that, you know, we, he, that he made us, and yet we were not living for him. We were sinners, and we were living evil. And it grieved him at his heart, and that just breaks my heart. Because the Lord created everything. And we see in verse 8, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah was the only one who saw grace in the eyes of the Lord and basically believed him and trusted him and listened to the Lord. Verse 9, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a man and perfect in his generation. 
And Noah walked with God. Noah was perfect for that generation. He actually walked with God and lived for God. A lot of people were not doing that. I pray that you are walking with the Lord. Verse 10. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. We saw, we just saw that in verse 5. If you go back and listen to last week's podcast, you can see the different generations and how it came down to this moment. In verse 11, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. I just said that just a couple minutes ago when I was talking about verse 5. The earth is corrupt. This verse doesn't hit more home than right now in this day and age. The world is corrupt. We're seeing riots. We're seeing not we're not seeing people treating other people right. We're seeing babies being murdered. We're seeing shootings happening in schools. The list goes on and on and it's not going to change until we find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Until we walk with God daily. Verse 12, And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupt his way upon the earth. That's what we're doing today, right now. We're corrupting the way God had designed it and God has made it. We're corrupting his beautiful image for males and females. We're corrupting his beautiful image for being fruitful and multiplying. Because we're not living according to God's word. And if you just wake up and realize that, God will bless you. And I pray that if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, and you are a sinner in need of a savior, that you will turn and change. God has everything you could ever need to know in the Bible. It's amazing. Verse 14. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. I thought that was neat. I don't know if you grew up in the church or not, but we used to sing this song called The Lord Told Noah There's Gonna Be a Floody Floody. And it talked about gopher wood and everything. So I just thought that was really cute and sweet and funny. In verse 15 And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the art shall be 300 cubits. The breadth of it 50 cubits and the height of it 30 cubits. Um, maybe you don't know what a cubit is, but a cubit is 17.49 inches. So if you do the math on that, you can figure out the size of the ark. I don't know if you've ever been to Kentucky, um, but I have been there and I have seen the display of the ark there they have and it is huge and it's it's mind-blowing how many people could be how could have been saved and been on that ark but because they were sinners they had to die in the flood only knowing his family survived I just think it's amazing how God designs everything even down to this flood that he's about to do God picked um, Noah, who was the only one who saw favor in the eyes of the Lord and found grace. And he picked him and his family, and God gave him perfect instruction on how to go about doing this, how to make the ark, how big it should be, what should be on the ark. And it said, in in verse 19, it says, And every living thing of flesh, two of every sort, thou shalt bring on the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male 
and female. You see, God has designed it male and female, not male and male, not female and female, because he wants us to be fruitful and multiply. He wants us to do it the way he's designed it. I hope you found today's podcast encouraging. Thank you for listening to 2 Timothy 3.16. Don't forget to follow, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and now Twitter. We hope you enjoy, and we'll hope to, you hope, we hope you'll listen next week.